Ronald Reagan once famously said the scariest words in the English language is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Unfortunately, I can probably top that one. The governor of Massachusetts, Maura Healy. Another edition of Jim Lyons, the elephant in the room, Mass GOP chairman Jim Lyons. Does the comment or the line, Maura Healy, governor of Massachusetts, scare you as much as it scares me? It should frighten everyone uh, in Massachusetts. Anyone in Massachusetts that is concerned about public safety, concerned about the rule of law, and concerned about what Massachusetts will look like under a Governor Healy should be deeply concerned. Recently, as you folks, as you know, uh, John, last summer in 2020, Mara Healy, when they were destroying the city of Boston, breaking windows, running roughshod over people's businesses, her response to that was, America is burning, but that's how forests grow. Just think about that. The chief law enforcement agent in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts has that comment about it. Just imagine if you're a retail shop owner in in the city of Boston or the city of Worcester, and she is the governor of Massachusetts. What, I mean, what, I mean, insurance companies are going to be running out of this state faster than anything. I mean, mean, if you're not going to respect, you know, you know, a small business owner's, you know, right to do a business and she thinks it's, this is how forests grow. I mean, it's scary, Jim. It's real scary. It really is. I mean, the rule of law matters. A rule of law in Massachusetts matters. And uh, what kind of message does that, as you say, what does that send to the small business owner that spend their lives building a business to have people like that come in and destroy it under the, quote, peaceful protest? Are you kidding me? Peaceful protests. I mean, really, Mara Healy told every single person in Massachusetts what she was all about when she came out with America is burning, but that's how forests grow. And people should remember that. From now till November, everyone in Massachusetts should realize that if you vote for Mara Healy or any of the radical lefties, what you are doing is you are absolutely giving up any rights that we have under the rule of law. But Jim, she's a nice lady. You know, that's, that's what people are saying. Uh, you know, people are saying that she's a nice lady, but I don't necessarily want a nice lady as my governor. Oh. You know, maybe maybe she is a nice lady, and, and I'm not going to question whether she is or she isn't, but it's about her policies, right? Mm-hmm. It's about how they interpret the law and whether or not people are going to be safe in their communities. Not only that... Um, as attorney general, she decided that one of her biggest priorities was to sue President Trump, not once, but 49 times. I mean, her job is to, was to be the attorney general of Massachusetts, not the attorney general that sued President Trump 50 times. What's her role going to be as governor? You know, whose rights, what other rights is she going to take away? We know the Second Amendment she has absolutely no use for. We know that when it comes to the issue of, um, of infanticide, she didn't understand what the, what the words were to provide medical care for babies born alive. So she refused to allow that to be on the ballot. I mean, this is an attorney general who understood who her base was and who talked and ruled to her base. 
moderate. Don't call her a moderate. She admits to the fact she's, she's a radical lefty. Yep. Came out this week and said, I am not a moderate. Yeah. She is progressive. You, you know, a cu- couple things here. The media has already annulted her as, you know, the next governor of, of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But, you know, let's look at an article written by Adrian Walker from the Boston Globe. Uh, you know, I could talk all day about the Boston Globe. Healy has earned her exalted status. This is in the Boston Globe by Adrian Walker. Exalted status of what? An ineffective attorney general? Let's talk about the lawsuits against Trump. How did that benefit anybody in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? Sure, it made her headlines. It got her good press because, you know, in Massachusetts, oh, let's beat up, you know, the president of the United States. How did anybody benefit? Anybody. If you're a liberal, if you're a socialist, if you're a Republican, it didn't benefit any resident in Massachusetts other than getting her headlines. You know, I wrote some pieces back in, what is it, 2016 about her gun grabs. Her gun grabs are all about getting publicity. She's going to come and get your gun if she becomes the governor of Massachusetts. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, exalted ruler. I mean, what, what exalted leader, whatever the, whatever the title they gave her. I mean, it's an exalted leader of the radical left. And when you take a look at the radical left, open borders, the rule of law disappearing, you know, infanticide, the things that people, you know, are really concerned about, you know, voter ID, election integrity. This is what she is all about. She is all about the radical left socialist agenda. She wants to take away our freedoms, wants to take away our individual liberties, wants the government to be responsible for what we do every day, views socialism versus free markets as something that the radical left wants to see. So it's a dangerous path that we're going down. And when someone like Mara Healy looks at the world the way she does, it should frighten every single person in Massachusetts. Why has the Democratic Committee in Massachusetts picked her to be the next, the next one in line? I think what we're seeing is a culmination of 35 years of the Democratic Party abandoning the principles of the working person in Massachusetts. They no longer represent the working people. I grew up a Democrat. My dad was a Democrat. My mother was a Democrat. This definitely is not the Democratic Party. This is a radical left-wing organization hell-bent on destroying the principles of America. We love our great country. We love the way it is with all of its faults. They don't. They hate America. They simply don't love this great country that we grew up in, and they want to take it and change it. And it's our job not to let them. Obama started apologizing for America, and it's just run. And, you know, you're the chairman of the Mass GOP. Mass GOP has become the party of the working people. No question. And, and it's an amazing transformation. Fills my heart with, you know, great love to see that. But, you, you know, you are the person looking out for the working class. And the Democrats have forgotten that. And they, they absolutely have, John. And it's not just Mar Healy. Look at the oh. other two. Look at the other two people they've got running for, for governor. Uh, Daniel Allen wants to legalize drugs in Massachusetts. Look, we understand that we have a very serious opiate epidemic taking place in our country, in our country, in our state. 70,000, 80,000 people have died because of it. The solution is not to make drugs more available. 
The solution is to give treatment to these people that are suffering this terrible disease and to come down very, very harshly on these drug traffickers. This idea that these people that are selling drugs and poison to our family members should be allowed to continue to operate, it's terrible. And the Democrats want to open that up. When I was in the legislature, they wanted to give driver's licenses back to drug traffickers. I mean, just think about that. These drug traffickers are hardened criminals who don't care about the lives of the people that they're impacting. The addicts need help. The drug traffickers need incarceration. So we know the answer, but why is Maura Healy not suing the Biden administration for allowing the southern border to be open and fentanyl flowing through the southern border? Where is she on that? I mean, it, it's, it's clear. It is totally clear that they're, they're more interested in allowing people to come into this country illegally. They don't really care about the fentanyl. I mean, when, when you have a governor's candidates saying, let's legalize it, clearly they don't even understand the problem. And then you have the other candidate, Sangha Diaz, right? And her position is, let's defund the police. So you've got Mara Healy, America is burning. You've got Daniel Allen, let's allow drugs to be given out to people. Let's legalize it. And then you've got Sonia, who wants to defund the police. Anyone in Massachusetts that is concerned about their public safety and what our streets are going to look like have no choice but to vote for a Republican candidate in November. There is absolutely, this is about, not about, about what we see as Democratic or Republican. This is about public safety. This is about America. This is about our freedoms right here in Massachusetts. You know, if you're a local police officer right now, you've got the hardest job right now with a Republican governor in office right now. Can Maura Healy becomes, I mean, people are going to be fleeing police jobs. You're not going to be able to hire qualified people. Chiefs of police are going to have handcuffs placed on them to do their jobs properly. You're going to have chaos. And people say, oh, you know, there's the Republicans. They're just, you know, you know, saber rattling and they're just trying to get people worked up. When somebody tells you who they are, you've got to listen to them. I mean, Maura Healy doesn't run from this. She wants to come and get your gun. She wants to see America burn. When people tell you who they are, you have to take them at it. And that's in, I fear that enough people are, well, she's got a D next to her name. We're just going to make her the next governor. You know, I've been traveling the state with training sessions since January 1st. We've probably done, we've been to seven cities and towns already. And uh, I don't see that out there. I see people that are really concerned. I see, obviously, Republicans, unenrolled, and Democrats. Not radical lefties. They're not showing up at our events, all right? But what I am seeing is the deep concern that we are both discussing right now. And uh, it's, it's a real concern. They are chipping away at our, at our rights. Anybody that believes that freedom matters has to vote for Republican come 2022. I get scared, though. You know, political junkie. I watch everything political. I watched on Channel 5 WCVB, Ed Harding and Janet Wu interviewed Maura Healy recently on OTR. It's a great show. They run it on Sunday mornings. Talk about softball questions, though. No, there was no challenging of her lawsuits. Let's talk about all the law, all the lawsuits that she filed. What benefit, once again, was to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? She has no tangible results to run off of. So 
once again, why is the media, the Boston Globe, OTR, why are they just greenlighting her because they don't want your party to take over? They don't, you know, sensible public safety government. Why is the media carrying the And we, we can talk about this with, you know, the Biden administration. We can talk about this with Maura Healy. Why is the press not challenging any of these Democrat candidates? Because the press is over overridden by uh, left-wing uh, journalists, and, and that's that's what we have. We have a, a media that that completely goes along with the uh, with the concepts of, of what the radical left is talking about. And for some reason, people who, who might be considered reasonable journalists are afraid to put forth questions like Mara. How can you explain what you said when they were, you know, beating down windows in the city of Boston? Nobody's asking these questions, and I think you're raising a, a problem that that we see nationally, right? It's not just in Massachusetts. We see journalists who are afraid to ask the the tough questions. Why? Are people not stepping up and talking about the rule of law? Why? Why is it? And I think it goes back, as I said, to the late 80s. This radical Democratic Party has shifted enormously to the left. And, um, you know, we have to get off the couch. We no longer can sit on the couch with our puppies and say, hey, you know, we're having a, having a great day today. We have to get up off the couch, get into the race, worry about our town, our city, make a difference there. And if we do that, we're going to come together as Americans, not as Democrats, not as Republicans, not as independents, but as Americans to realize that we are under attack. We are under attack within our country. And when we join together, we have to get back to the day where Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill sat down and disagreed. The folks on the left don't want to hear what you say anymore. They They don't want you to be able to stand up Look at this school uh, teacher that they they tried to they forced out of her job down in in um, in the South Shore. She's now running for state rep, Carrie McRae. I mean, she stepped up and said things that they didn't like, so she they forced her to resign. They're now trying to recall her on the on the school committee down there. That's not America. I mean, we can have differences of opinions, but now that they're taking this to another level, it's scary stuff. Where's the where's the Democratic Party going to go? Because their their thing is now to call Jim Lyons or John Featherston proud Republicans. Well, they're racist. Jim Lyons is not a racist. John Featherston's not a racist. To me, they've reached the bottom. There's nowhere where you can't call me anything worse than a racist because I'm not. I love everybody. I respect everybody. I might not agree with everybody, but I respect everybody, and I know that's the, the same about you. So where are they going to? They're at the bottom now. Where are they going to go with that? Because we're not. We're good people. We try to help people. I know your your public record speaks for itself. So I think I think you you're raising a, a real point. If, if you remember when you had these one-on-one conversations with people, and when they get to a certain point, and you know that from an intellectual perspective or from a factual perspective, they're unable to make their arguments. One-on-one, what do people do? Sometimes they revert to calling you names, right? right? And that's what we're seeing on a broad scale with the radical left. If they don't agree with us and we don't do what they tell us, they call us names. They're trying to divide this country along every single type of, you know, whether it be racist, whether it be financial, whether it be male. They're just trying to divide us. Our goal and our job is to bring us back together. And there are so many people that want that type of leadership. And that's the leadership 
that the Republican Party is going to provide in Massachusetts. Well, let's talk about it because you're really invested in that. You're, you're investing dollars in sweat equity and a lot of time. You're building the party from the grassroots to combat this. Talk a little bit about, you know, what you're doing. You're traveling around the state. Yeah, we're, we're really, um, you know, we're trying to recruit candidates that, that are running, obviously, across the constitutional offices, congressional offices, state rep, state senate, right down to Board of Health. And we have people. I had a phone call, John, just the other night. A woman called me on the phone, 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, and she said, uh, listen, I, I, you've never met me before, but I want to run for Board of Health because what they're doing to our kids is wrong. I mean, you know, never ran for office, but knew that that's where it was. It's a two-to-one vote in a town. There's two people that are voting one way and one the other, and she's going to run. And we're, we're encouraging that. We're encouraging everybody to get into the, into the race. We've got two races uh, congressionally that I think that uh, are really noteworthy. We've got Dean Tran, mm-hmm. terrific guy out in the uh, third, yep. third district, uh, first-generation Vietnamese, American, wonderful person, solidly uh, conservative, solidly pro-life, taking on Laurie Trahan, another radical lefty. Okay, you're being kind there. She's more than radical. That's right. But but you know, but what Dean getting into that congressional race is energizing people all across that district, right, to run for office. We've got another uh, Marine veteran, business owner Jesse Brown down in the ninth, taking on a, you know, forty year political hack in in uh, Bill Keating, right? I don't think he's got one or two pensions. He's got what one two pension plus he's getting paid. I mean, these guys have lived off of government forever. We've got a young, aggressive, you know, articulate business owner down there who's in the race. And what's happening down there is all kinds of energy. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to travel the state. We've got congressional candidates, I think, right now in, in six of the districts. We've got all kinds of candidates stepping up to run for state senate and state rep and Republicans running across the board at the local level. So there's, there's energy. I've been at this for a long time, and there's energy running right across this state. Every one of our training, uh, organize, organizing, grassroots recruitment events are, are loaded with people. Last night we were, we were down in Attleboro. The other day we were in Lemonster. Last week we were in Milford. So it, it's exciting, and we've got 45 more of them scheduled between now and uh, September 1 with the whole idea that we want people who are listening to us right now to get involved, you can't whine anymore. No. You know, you can't say, hey, you know, why are we where we are? Well, the reason we're where we are is because we've been outworked, Mm -hmm. all right? And we have to get up and and outwork them. And whether it's run for office, donate, work as an activist, and the energy level, because you know why, John? You know what's driving these people? They love America. That's what's driving them. They see the America that we grew up in being chipped away at, and they don't want to let that happen. But you bring up a great point. People say all the time, well, what can I do? You can't, you can't fight City Hall. You can't change it. You can. Does it happen overnight? No, it doesn't. Somebody runs for the Board of Health. They're a Republican. They get on the committee. They learn how local government works. Then they maybe run for school committee, run for selectmen, or maybe just stay on the Board of Health and get another Republican on the Board of Health in the next election cycle. It takes time, 
we didn't get into this mess overnight. We're not going to get out of this mess overnight. But by you recruiting people, you recruiting candidates and telling people this podcast is a great way. You've got to get up off the couch. And if you're not going to run for an office, but you've got a friend who is, you've got to go door knocking with them. You've got to host a party at your house. Open up your house to your friends and your neighbors and say, hey, listen, this is my friend. This person cares about public safety. This person cares about keeping, you know, Massachusetts affordable. You need to do that. Not everybody can be a candidate and everybody understands that, but everybody can get involved in a campaign. A phone call, door knocking, hosting parties, just talking to your your friends in the employee break room makes a huge difference. People don't think it does, but it, I mean, you and I have run campaigns. We know that. We know that. that, that. There, there is absolutely no question. And that's the message. You know, people say, geez, how can one person make a difference? Well, one person in a neighborhood who can then talk to their neighbors, who then help a, a, a local candidate, who then helps a statewide candidate or a congressional candidate, that's how you make a difference. And, you know, people, you're not going to get up and change the world overnight. You're absolutely right. But we can... We can have more control in our communities, in our towns, in our neighborhoods, and we can't leave it to others anymore. You know, th- this is what I tell people. The first election I was in, John, I was 18 years old. That was 50 years ago. All right? That's a long time. All right? So I, I understand that when you're young and when you start to get a little older, you still have a responsibility. Timing in politics is also critically important. It's everything. And where we are right now is a place where people can make a difference. They can get elected. They can help people get elected. And we can change Massachusetts. We can bring it back to the communities that we grew up in and where people got along with one another. This isn't all about hating people. This is about, look, look, we all know the best way to change things is through love, right? There's no question about that. These people want us to hate. We love our country. Yep. That's the big difference. That is the big difference. And that's what's driving people to get off their couch, come to our training sessions, run for office because they want to make a difference. And we want to teach them how to do that. You know, sometimes it's a little scary for people that never did it. But you and I both know it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. And you know, you talk about love. And I would really love not to see Maura Healy become the next <laughs> governor of Massachusetts. So just a closing thought on Maura Healy and her campaign. It, it's just where we are as a nation right now. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a microcosm of what we're seeing nationally. Radical left's taking over in the, at the national level. We saw after one year what the population of America thinks about it. Biden's in the low 30s. What we're going to have in, in Massachusetts is they're going to get to know Maura Healy, and they're going to understand this is more of the same. Radical left, rule of law doesn't matter. It's about their agenda or the highway. And we're going to elect Republicans, and people are going to be come together as Democrats, unenrolled, and Republicans. And we're going to do what's best for the people of Massachusetts, not what's the best for the radical left. That's where we're going to end up. He's Jim Lyons, the elephant in the room. Find us... Any place you find a podcast, leave us a five-star review. God bless America. God bless Massachusetts. We'll talk again real soon.